really is tough. Waiting in a room of people, feeling that your future may be completely uncertain. A room full of people, at least one, who is auditioning for the same role as you. They're doing things like talking amongst each other, doing their own warm-ups, drinking hot tea, and even complimenting each other's headshots. But at the same time, maybe everyone else is feeling as nervous as you, right? Number 46? All right, that's you, and it's showtime. Welcome to the very first episode of the series, From Script to Stage, of the podcast, Take It to the Show, where we talk all about auditioning for a live show and how you can increase your chances of getting cast in your dream role. But let's start with the very basics of theater. What is an audition really? An audition is an opportunity for an actor to demonstrate their sustainability and skill pertaining to the show, so that the director, producer, whoever the casting associate may be, can place you in the right role where you fit most for the benefit of the show. So, with that being said, I will say that again in a way that might make it easier to understand. Not that you're not smart or anything. At least you're smarter than me. Alright, back to the topic. So normally an audition takes place when a show, a live show in this case, is going to be produced. I mean, obviously the whole casting system can become first come first serve, but then the whole theater industry would not be what it is today. The whole point of an audition is to place each actor and role accordingly, where the director believes said actor will shine or show his or her skills best. All of these will contribute towards the well-being of the show. But a common misconception when it comes to auditions is that your performance will be the only deciding factor of your role. While, yes, how you perform in your audition is a large deciding factor, however, it is not the only one. The director is usually also paying attention on how well you are behaved during the whole audition process and how well you really work with others. So, a piece of advice I would give for your auditions is, while mainly shifting your focus on audition material, whether it be performing a song, a monologue, or both, also pay attention to how you are behaving, how you are interacting with others, and keep it as best as you can. Preferably, maintain this throughout the production of the show, but auditions are the first impression that the director get and the creative staff get of you, and I assume you would want that to be a good first impression. So, this first impression we were talking about, how do you make it as best as possible? Obviously, as we said earlier, be in your best manners and behavior. Another thing that is important is to maintain and reflect some level of professionalism. Suit, tie, briefcase, get rid of that, we don't need it. Because we don't want too professional. But various things like being punctual and being prepared are amazing. The directors are already seeing your good side. So, let's talk a little bit about punctuality. This seems pretty self-explanatory. It means being on time. I'd say even come 15 minutes earlier if you want to have some time to to prepare yourself. Which brings me to my next point, which is being prepared. A lot of auditions may require you to bring various forms, a resume or a headshot, so make sure to bring those. Some other things that might help you during your audition which you want to bring are a water bottle and copies of the material you you will be performing during your audition. This is an absolute no. Don't resort to uh, inappropriate behavior at all during your audition. Things like chewing gum, 
and distracting other actors, and using profanity will heavily decrease your chances of being in the director's good book. Just think of it this way. While this actually may be a job interview for some, anything you wouldn't do at a job interview, don't do it at an audition. Also, dress appropriately. This falls into professionalism. Obviously, you don't want to be on any end, extreme end of the spectrum, as you don't want to show up in a suit and tie. You also don't want to dress up in your Halloween costume as Iron Man. Casual business attire is the best, as it shows your charm and professionalism at the same time. Especially if you are auditioning for a musical, your best bet would be to wear something you are comfortable to dance in, as part of the audition may involve learning a dance number, and your dance skills should, should not be limited by your clothing. Another important thing to know is what your director is expecting when you come to the audition. This can be viewed on many levels, but for now, we're just going to take it at its face value. When the director first posted the audition notice, he or she put some requirements that you should be ready with when you show up. Know these requirements in and out, and make sure that you meet all the requirements. What is the director looking for? One monologue? Two monologues? A monologue and a song? And also, what kind of character is the director looking for? Make sure you at least meet some of those requirements, otherwise your audition is going to be a waste of time for both you and for the director. Based on the character that your director is looking for, or a character that you hope to be cast as, you should choose your audition material accordingly. Picking a monologue from You're a Good Man Charlie Brown would not be as effective if you wanted to play Marius and Lemiz. Which leads me to my next point, which is getting to know the show that you are auditioning for. This seems self-explanatory as well, as it should be. Start off with watching the musical, whether it is a musical, whether it's a movie that the musical is based on, or a recording of the musical itself. These can be found on YouTube, and even if you can't do that, listening to a recording of the musical soundtrack is a good start as well. After this, you would want to go a little step further. Do a little research, dive a little deeper into the show. In the favor of your audition, you would look at the things like the individual characters of the show. Think about their dialogues, songs, and interaction with other characters. If you want, look at a little history of the show. This will give you a sneak peek into the show and a lot of information on how you could fine-tune your audition in a way to resemble the characters you want to play best. Whoa, you've made it this far. Thanks. So now that I've given you some more tips on how to master audition, then let's go straight to thank you. Because congratulations, you've just completed your audition. Said audition may have consisted of multiple parts, such as a song, a monologue, reading through a scene of the show itself, a dance audition, or anything else because it's up to the director to decide how you will be able to show your skills best through an audition. But the amazing thing is that you made it. A couple of things before you leave the studio. Number one is that you did great. I know that and I want you to know that. You shouldn't be leaving the studio worried that you did horrible because chances are that you did awesome. It's normal to feel worried about your audition because of all of the competition, especially just after you have completed it. You don't want to feel unsure of yourself. You don't want to feel worried, especially in front of the director. But instead, feel confident about it. And this would only apply if you could tell yourself that no matter what the director wanted you to do, you tried your hardest and did the best you can. Number two, if you didn't get the role you were opting to for, then that's also okay. Any role you get 
in a show will give you the time of your life, believe me. I heard from an actor that every role in a show is equally important, and that's so true. And even if you weren't cast, then obviously you will be down for a little while, I understand that. But you're gonna get so many more opportunities, and one day you will get your dream role. Wait, don't tell me. So you just walked out of the studio? Darn. The director will usually tell you, but in case he or she doesn't, you should always wait for a few minutes after the audition in case you receive important information, such as a callback schedule. Now, the directors may have already found a role for some people, but for the others, they may want to see more. And that's what a callback is. The directors want to see more from you, but in the context of the show. You might have to do a dance routine from the show, you might have to read through, possibly cold read, a, a few more scenes from the show. You may have to sing a part of a song from the show. This gives the director much more insight on where they would want to see you in the show. Well, callback or not, you said your thank yous and goodbyes. You walked out of the studio with your head held high, filled with confidence, because cast lists are being posted in a week. Fast forward to a week later when you are anxiously waiting as the cast list is about to be posted on the theater website. Three, two, one, refresh. BAM! A series of names in two columns show up. One with the roles in the show that you auditioned for, which you are pretty familiar with now, but the other column is the cast itself. Your finger on the screen is going down name by name looking for a familiar one. Yours. Your conscience stops your finger as you see your name. Your name on the cast list. Congratulations, you made it in. Even if it wasn't the role you were opting for, you still got in the show. Have a great and peaceful night knowing that you made it in. And we'll see you in rehearsals for episode two of From Script to... I'm glad you enjoyed episode one of From Script to Stage. Fellow listener, consider this. Would you like the chance to be featured in my podcast? If the answer is yes, then this is your chance. Using Anchor's voice message feature, I am allowing you to send in your own voice message saying your name, your favorite movie or musical, and why that is your choice. If you would like to remain anonymous, that is completely fine with me. If you are unable to find this option on the podcast website, you can message me via Instagram, and I will leave my Instagram username in the description. I will reply with a link to these voice messages, so even if you are having trouble finding it, you will still be able to send in a voice message. I'm looking forward to hear all of these, and you might be featured in the next episode of my podcast. Have an amazing day! Bye!